Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator, Kyle Kedzik, for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. We hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at kylekedzik at gmail.com. That's K-Y-L-E-K-E-D-Z-U-C-H at gmail.com. This is Jeff and Kelly. The first three weeks of Ensemble Movie Month were sort of like a showcase of <laughs> ensembles done right, mm-hmm. you know, and not just in terms of like the specific cast, mm. even though they were all great. Yeah. But crafting a movie where it doesn't feel like a bunch of shitty little movies stitched <laughs> together. Mm-hmm. We encountered something similar to this. Uh, in, once before. Yes, once before <laughs> uh, in Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, is strikingly similar <laughs> to yep. the movie that we are doing. It's the same movie. For this week. It is essentially the same movie without the inherent uh, like thematic Mm-hmm. thing of the holiday of valentine's day yeah uh instead it, what we get to stitch all of these disparate characters together is um something that i definitely want to like talk to you about and, <laughs> and see what your like personal view my, on, on what it is my thoughts as a woman <laughs> yeah sort of uh because like to me this seemed like bad romantic advice the movie or at the very least, like obvious romantic advice, the movie. Yeah. Um, because the movie, which I just throwing it out there, 2009 romantic comedy drama film, he's just not that into you. Based on a self help book. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, that's absurd. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know, man. It just, it blows, unless there's like a really super specific story, you know, like unless it's a self-help book where it's a person telling like their life story yeah, to relate some sort of message to you. If it's just generic fucking romantic advice, the book, <laughs> then like, what the fuck is the movie? Then all it is is just, a, it. it's mostly Justin Long. And this is all assumption because obviously I've never read the book. Yeah. But what yeah. I'm assuming is that Justin Long is just spouting the advice from this book. And that Mm -hmm. is his character. Yeah. That's what it wound up feeling like to me once Mm -hmm. it really started to get going, where it was like, okay, so like, I'm sure little bits of it were taken for the voiceover Mm -hmm. for our lead character, Gigi. Um, But then once she starts talking to Justin Long, it kind of shifts over to be like, he's the one who's now saying all this shit. Like, I'm sure literally word for word from the book. Like, you know, if you see a guy and he's doing a dumb dumb, he's not that into you. That kind of crap. Yeah. Probably. Um, I have not read the book. Have you heard of it? I I knew that there was a book that existed prior to the movie coming out, Mm -hmm. but hadn't 
looked into it at all yeah i was reading uh i was looking at the like wikipedia page for the book and the, apparently there's a reference in gilmore girls uh where something about a bookshop that... where like uh they're all out of stuff and every, oh, the only thing they have left is like five copies of he's not he's just not that into you or something and they're like yeah. ugh so it was like kind of mocked i guess in the public eye even though it was a bestseller and all that shit Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm I'm at least hoping that it wasn't taken very seriously. <laughs> uh, and I mean, whatever. Like, I'm I'm not huge on the whole self help book thing. Like, I'm if it helps someone, okay. Yeah. But there's just something about like it's got to be coming from somewhere like real, mm-hmm. you know, from someone with experience or something like that. Because reading into it, like, just real quick before even jumping into the movie itself. But reading about the book, it was inspired by an episode of Sex in the City. So obviously super realistic and absolutely relatable to real life people. Yep. Um, <laughs> in the episode Pick a Little, Talk a Little, in which Miranda Hobbs asked Carrie Bradshaw's boyfriend to analyze the post-date behavior of a potential love interest. So essentially like what this whole movie is mm-hmm. and what like sitcoms have been about forever and you know there's nothing new being said here it feels like yeah you know it's like somebody wrote a book just based on like all of the scenes from tv shows and movies (laughs) where someone goes like oh yeah you know if they you know like seinfeld and that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff like did he give you the thing did he do the thing yeah Yeah, like friends did it friends did it like reversed to where Rachel and Phoebe were helping out Chandler. Yeah, yeah, the, the girls helping the guy and mm-hmm. stuff. But just like in general, like like the dissection of how a date went. Yeah, is like it's old hat mm-hmm. by two thousand and when this come out two thousand and four. Like, come on. Yeah, Friends had been on the air for ten years doing <laughs> this exact thing. You know, like it's mm-hmm. it's absolutely absurd. Uh, and so it's like okay, so I mean, well, I guess. Who wrote it then? Like, was it just some lonely girl somewhere who saw that episode and was like, oh, I'm going to do some research into that or, some, you know, like mm-hmm. a, a grassroots kind of story? Uh, no, the book's authors, Greg Barrent and uh, Liz Tequillo, were writers on the show. Oh. Like, yeah, right? Like, they took inspiration from the show that they worked on and then just wrote a, more fiction. Mm-hmm. And then sold it to people as a self-help book. Like, it's, that's, oof. I'm, (laughs) I am not on board with that whole endeavor. Like, that seems super shitty and uh, maybe a little predatory. Mm -hmm. Um, But the movie, you know, is not necessarily here to, like, I mean, it kind of is. It's a little preachy. In the in the oh like straight to the camera shit they do where they're trying to like convince you mm-hmm. that all of this is normal and <laughs> all this craziness and all these yeah. ridiculous relationships are like just just the things that happen like mm-hmm. what whoa there um, but it's at least more just like oh hey we're here to tell a story we're here to just you know entertain you for mm-hmm. two hours way too long this movie is as long as Knives Out. Ugh. I I looked into it. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> the, this one technically says one twenty nine. Knives Out says one thirty. Either way, way too fucking long. Yeah. Final note in my huge list of notes, <laughs> insanely long list of notes. But my final one is just holy Christ, just end already. Yeah. <laughs> I was very much done with this movie before it was over, mm-hmm. and that is attributable to a lot of people in the movie like and not necessarily 
like that I don't like them, but just mm-hmm. like the characters that they portrayed and the stories that they were yeah, in. Yeah, everyone sucked. Yeah, everyone was kind of a piece of crap. Uh, and then like in it, some of them seemed totally cool all the way through. And then there was just like a moment where it was like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. And then they're a dick now and whatever. And it's just like, oh, this was absurd. What the fuck was all this? But uh, giving us all of this garbage is a big, huge cast of people that are so like intricately connected in the story. So many of my notes is just like, oh my God. And now this person is this person's boss. And they, <laughs> you know, like at first it makes a little bit of sense. Cause like the opening scene, they're talking about like, oh, my friend set us up. I don't know mm-hmm. why they didn't set us up before. So then when they talk to people, I guess it makes sense that they're running in the same circles. Yeah. But then randomly Drew Barrymore shows up in the middle of the movie and it's like, wow, what is, what, what does she have to do with anything? And she's like barely related. Yeah. And it, and then the end of her story kind of like gives a, a condolence prize to one of the other characters yeah. as their story. Like it's, Oh my God. It's so ridiculous how like convoluted mm-hmm. <laughs> and connected these all are. And it's a shame really because like individually, each of them is like adorable in their own way. Oh yeah, there's only one character. I mean, uh, I won't say one character, but there's there's really only one of them that I was like, ugh, and it really <laughs> wasn't necessarily her deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of more the character and and a, like a, a crappy circumstance of like, I don't think I've ever seen her in anything before. So this is like everybody else in the cast list in my notes <laughs> gets their name. Because I am not going to remember all their names. Yeah. <laughs> Hers was the only one that I used the character name because I was like, I don't know who this woman is. And that's Gigi, <laughs> Jennifer Goodwin. Okay. Like, I know of her now after looking into it a little bit because she's the voice of uh, Judy Hopps in Zootopia, which is like, oh, <laughs> okay. that's neat. I liked that performance. That was fun. Mm-hmm. So I don't have anything against her. Yeah, I, I didn't look it up, but she looked familiar to me. Yeah, I'm kind of. She, did you see Ramona and Beezus? No. Okay. <laughs> That's just another one in here that I that I have not seen. Um, but the whole list uh, is quite a like quite a cast again. Mm-hmm. Like legitimately, there's there's if you had like if you just had this cast and no script and just had to make something up, it would probably wind up being pretty good. Oh yeah. <laughs> but in this case, they had a terrible script and then they shoved all these people into it and mm-hmm. that doesn't make it any good. No. Because it's a terrible script. Yeah. <laughs> but like all of these people are so talented that like even if you kind of just made it up, mm-hmm. it would be better than what we got in this actual movie. Just just let the actors make it <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, really. Like, just be like you you guys are married or something. Go. Yeah. Do something. You're fucking funny. You got Ben Affleck, Jennifer Aniston, Drew Barrymore, Jennifer Connelly, Kevin Connelly, spelled differently, Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Goodwin, Scarlett Johansson, Chris Christopherson for like a minute and a half, and Justin Long. Awesome cast, honestly. I was stoked to see. That's the biggest. Yeah, it is. And (laughs) I was stoked to see Christopherson, who played uh, uh, Aniston's dad. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm sad that he was in it for like a minute and a half. He gets yeah. like one scene with her briefly and then he has a heart attack and then, <laughs> and then he's laying in a bed. Yeah. And then that's the last you ever see of him. And it's like, oh, well, that was a waste, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this giant movie fucking over two hours long and you only get like a minute and a half mm-hmm. <laughs> of Chris Christopherson. What a bummer. Um, just legit, though. Like, I 
straight up, I love Affleck. I have yeah. no no uh, no qualms <laughs> about that. Like, I don't love every movie he's done. Right. He's been in garbage, 100%. <laughs> Rarely has it been his fault, you know? Yeah. Um, and I just sort of dig, he seems like a cool dude. I don't know. Yeah. There's something like actual real about that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I dig him a bunch. And Aniston, obviously, is yes. great. Uh, Always love her. Yeah, like she's... It is a little bit tough to just like not feel Rachel. You know what I mean? Like when in, it, when it's like a socialite ish kind yeah. of like you know upper crusty, mm-hmm. you know kind of kind of vibe where it's like oh, okay, like if she was more, she still has the haircut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the, it's funny. Like the role of hers that I never fucking see Rachel is the one like right in the middle of her being Rachel on TV, Office Space. You know what I mean? Yeah. I never see her as Rachel in that. Yeah. It's so cool. She's so like just down to earth and seems like the waitress at the fucking goofy restaurant. Mm -hmm. But in this case, I definitely got a little bit of Rachel in there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Drew Barrymore, such a weird role. Most of her role is like sitting and looking at a computer Mm -hmm. and having like a a caravan of gay guys around her to give her more (laughs) terrible advice about relationships and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Jennifer Connelly is married to Bradley Cooper mm-hmm. in the movie and they are like that to me sounds like a fantastic real drama move that off to the side like their little yeah. deal if it had been given the actual movie if mm-hmm. they didn't spread it around <laughs> and you know co- like just just give everybody like such minimal screen time i feel like that story would have made the best drama yeah. Out of all of these. Absolutely. Uh, and then I guess, I mean, I guess really the Jennifer Goodwin, Justin Long stuff would make the best like regular sort of rom-com. Yeah. You know, if they had sort of fleshed that out a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Two distinct movies. And then. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess the, the rom-com can take Aniston and Affleck. Yeah. And then, I mean, well, there is a the little more drama too. ScarJo. Well, the ScarJo <laughs> one is in with the Bradley Cooper and the Jennifer Connelly one. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. God. <laughs> right? It's so convoluted. So fucking confusing. It's, it's What's so funny to me, too, is the IMDb description for it. It's like they don't even try. They're like, <laughs> this Baltimore set movie of interconnecting story arcs deals with the challenges of reading or misreading human behavior. <laughs> like, okay, that's all you got, I guess. I mean, yeah. that's really all it, you can say without going into, like, insane specifics. Mm-hmm. Like, the friend of the lead friend whose wife is suspicious that he's cheating on her with the other girl who's actually who's actually dating that first girl, kind of, the, the guy he was going out with, who's friends with the guy at the bar. But, okay, but the bar. So, like, yeah. <laughs> that would be what the fucking synopsis it's, would have to be. Ugh. It would go on forever to try to explain <laughs> There's it. There's no way to sum up this movie. Yeah, it's absurd. Uh, but, like, truthfully, I guess just going right into it, since, like, she's, like, the main one, Gigi, mm-hmm. and her whole deal. I mean, like, like I had sort of said, like, what is your kind of point of view on that deal you know what i mean like (laughs) that sort of advice and and her kind (laughs) of point of view so i am definitely not the target audience for this sort of thing yeah i was gonna say like quote-unquote self-help yeah uh i was never a like casual dater Mm -hmm. so these sort of encounters 
were never uh, an issue for me, I guess. Right. I mean, <laughs> so I don't know anyone personally that at least has told me any sort of casual dating stories, trying to figure out what the guy was thinking. If the guy's going to call, mm-hmm. should she call? Like, I. That was never part of my social circle. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, I guess just what it comes down to, because I don't truthfully know exactly how old a lot of these characters are supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Um, But does it not feel like most of these lessons and breakthroughs that Gigi is having throughout the movie is like high school stuff? You know what I mean? Like, it's so strange. Yeah, maybe. But just like the there was something very specific towards the beginning that I was just like, you really haven't like figured this kind of thing out yet. Like, (laughs) this is what you're still freaking out about. And you're Mm -hmm. like an adult lady who lives in her own apartment and has a job and all that. Like, you're that, you know, successful in your life. And yet for some reason and like, obviously, I get it. Like some people have a difficult time with stuff. Mm-hmm. yeah okay but like these are just obvious social cues yeah. that like you should you should just sort of like understand i don't know yeah. it's, she just seemed way too old i i called her a woman child many times in my notes because <laughs> i was just like you were being so ridiculous and i know that that's like almost uh like falling into the trap of the movie like oh you think she's being ridiculous oh don't you have you know, <laughs> don't you have an attitude about that sort of thing that this movie talks about or whatever? Like, it's just she like she is. The, she's just being really naive. Yeah, like and, and and seemingly just like unable to understand that like there's might not be anything there. Sometimes mm-hmm. you know, like it seemed really absurd how hard she would like run something into the ground trying to like get some dude to notice her and it was just like i mean okay yeah maybe they're being technically a little like obtuse by just being nice of like oh yeah Mm -hmm. we'll 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 talk we'll talk yeah you know but like just being like oh my god i need to figure out what that means when they say that Mm -hmm. and it's like okay for one chill yeah uh and then for two uh just you know when they don't call uh there you go yeah you know like just wait a little bit or something like so much it never felt like any of her problems were like real actual problems that anybody should be wasting any time trying to figure out the answers to yeah you know it's just like so she was out on a date and it seemed to go pretty well Mm -hmm. and uh so now go back to your life the rest of your life Mm -hmm. that you have right you you do have that (laughs) it seems like it like you sit around you watch movies and yeah okay maybe they're like romance movies or some shit but like that's your life and then you know your job and (laughs) anything else that you may do but the fact that it seems like every waking second she's spent like so how did that go Mm -hmm. and what do i do about it it's like something i mean there's you've got some sort of disorder (laughs) yeah like the 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 truth of it is like the 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 only advice that you need is chill yeah Like, that's really it. Like, if she was, if, like, if, if they had spent more time with her, if it wasn't an ensemble movie (laughs) with 30 other things going on, and like, with, I'm sorry, but way more interesting characters, you know, like, maybe I would, like, kind of side with her and, like, feel for her and her, Mm -hmm. like, anxiety or something like that. But in the case of the movie, it's just like, dude, just fucking what? 
do you are you like obsessed with getting married or something because you never say anything about that yeah well, the only thing you seem to think is like i want to go on more than one date with someone i guess apparently is is her goal she never really outright says that yeah but like that's what it seems like like she's tired of like oh i go out and then they say they'll call me but they don't and it's like the only thing you can do is just is just keep going yeah you know like there's no there's never gonna be some secret formula mm -hmm. or magic elixir or something <laughs> like that you know there's no love potion number nine that's gonna come flying your way yeah it's just you are you just, not sandra bullock yeah it's just like <laughs> Just when you'll, I don't know, you'll find yeah. someone. I, it, oh, it's just crazy to me. <laughs> and it sucks to try to go through these notes because of how much this, like, I wish I, I wish I had, and I wasn't going to go to the trouble because it's like, you're not worth it, movie. I'm not going to go to the trouble <laughs> to do this. But to like try to like, I don't even know, like color code or something. So I know like which story the yeah. note relates to because everything just goes and goes and goes. And then the next thing and the next thing and the mm -hmm. next thing. And eventually you're like, what were they doing again? Mm -hmm. There was a scene where I, I, I uh, later on towards the end, Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Connelly, when she's like trying to make it work after mm -hmm. he, he told her that he slept with Scarlett Johansson and she comes to his office Mm -hmm. And they're like getting like kind of hot and heavy. And he's like, I got these things that I need to finish. And then it cuts away from them mm -hmm. for a while, yep. long enough that when she's leaving in my head, I'm just like, okay, now she's leaving. It didn't even register to me that like, oh, they just had sex. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I only figured that out because then Scarlett Johansson comes out of the closet and is freaking out on him and like calls him a pig and runs out of there and whatever. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that's right. I okay. Yeah. <laughs> totally forgot cuz I thought it was a I thought it was the weirdest like euphemism that I've never heard before in my life, but now thinking back on it, I'm like, "Oh, maybe she was actually being like maybe those words were meant to be taken completely seriously." Cuz I wrote, "What the fuck did Connolly mean by beef and broccoli?" When she's leaving, I thought she was like using some sort of weird sex code or something cuz yeah. she was like can we, you know, you want to maybe have a little beef and broccoli? And I was like, ugh, <laughs> what does that mean? That's a horrifying sounding yeah. like thing. Mm. And it's just like, oh, wait, no, I maybe she probably meant lunch now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> That's very funny. Um, but that story is obviously the most like compelling drama piece the, yes. the Connolly Cooper Johansson one even though it like again <laughs> suffering from the like lack of time really where mm -hmm. it's like the, the movie winds up being like a 45 minute long movie maybe yeah all of their stuff together maybe maybe probably less uh I was reading somewhere that like Aniston has like 20 minutes of screen time or something in this whole fucking movie <laughs> it's like ridiculous. come on you can't fucking put her second in the cast list yeah. <laughs> give us 20 minutes <laughs> but with Jennifer Connelly and Bradley Cooper uh and they're like their marriage that's like not great and you get a little bits of of Bradley Cooper talking about like uh like jumping into marriage because she said she'd leave him and mm -hmm. just like doing it because she asked him to essentially yeah and showing like that side of quote unquote not being ready for marriage mm -hmm. which then like is uh kind of mirrored with the jennifer aniston ben affleck stuff yeah where she's mad at him because he won't marry her mm -hmm. and it's like oh i don't believe in marriage and she's like oh well get out of here 
you know, yeah. and every, uh, uh, stop doing nice things unless you're going to marry me after. Right. Right. <laughs> um, so like both of them, I mean, again, as with every single story in this movie, they all suffer from yeah. not having enough time to really understand like why these people are doing the things that they're doing. Everything seems rash and stupid mm-hmm. to me, at least where it's like, you know, Jennifer Aniston coming in to talk to Ben Affleck about like, Hey, why don't you marry me? Is like a moment where you like sit down and you talk to someone about the thing that's bothering you and mm-hmm. everything. But instead she's just like done. Yeah. Like say it right now. Or we're done. Yeah. And it's like, okay, no talking or anything, just <laughs> kicking them out immediately, <laughs> despite the fact that, like, you seem fairly happy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like, for the sake of drama, for the sake of, like, oh, and then they, you know, they might be splitting up, so that's what their story is, and we'll get mm-hmm. back to it later. But, you know, just to get it going, they kind of act stupid, you yeah. know? And then on the other side of things, with Bradley Cooper and Scarlett Johansson, like, it was infuriating <laughs> listening to them tiptoe around what is going on and the whole like, I, I mean, I could have friends. Like, what? I'm not allowed mm-hmm. to have friends or anything, you know? And it's just yeah. like, this is the dumbest thing in the world. Like, you're being so stupid mm-hmm. and obvious. Mm-hmm. And like, it doesn't feel like at all like you're convincing yourself yeah. or anybody in the movie theater watching this fucking movie, you know, but it's like, we just got it. It needs to jump into it. You know, it's like, we've seen them talk for like two seconds. Yeah. They spoke in the line at the grocery. Yeah. And then the next, like, I feel like the next thing we see them doing is like skinny dipping at the pool. It's like, <laughs> how did it fucking come to this already? And it's like, well, because we had to go watch, Jennifer Goodwin hang out with Justin Long for a while, so we couldn't really cover that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like they just want the big drama moments mm-hmm. without any of the like building parts in between that yeah. like get you there. So you're not sitting there like, why is everyone an idiot and or dick yeah. in this movie <laughs> and nobody is reasonable at any point in time? And I mean, there's I'm sure that the reason is because all the advice that the book needs to like, you know, spew into the movie is based on like stupid, unreasonable people, mm-hmm. you know, like the advice that comes to, you know, where it's like, if a guy is doing this and this, then you need to do this and this. Yeah. And it's like, well, really what it should be is like, if someone is acting like a dick, then stop associating with that dick person and go yeah. find somebody cooler to talk to yeah. and don't <laughs> string yourself along you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the advice seems to be to only perpetuate <laughs> yeah. the situation so that, you know, you got to buy like the next book or the mm-hmm. next, you know, edition of it or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it sucked too, because like right at the top, you know, the movie starts and it's got like the little kids and, you know, the kid mm-hmm. makes fun of the little girl and he says, you're made out of poo. But then the mom gives the typical like, you know why that boy did that to you? Because he likes you. And I was like, oh, no. Like, I thought this was, like, I thought, and uh, honestly, I went back and forth on what year this movie came out mm-hmm. several times in my head before finding out that it was 2009, because at first I was like, oh, this is like, this is around like 2010 or something, right? And then I saw everybody's like cell phones and yeah. and all that kind of shit, and then some of the just like attitudes in general, mm-hmm. like the cultural attitudes, and I was like, oh no, this must be like 2004 or some shit like that. 2009, like what? Yeah. Okay, get better phones, everyone. Uh, <laughs> but 
Either way, the movie then immediately calls that mom out mm-hmm. on having that shitty viewpoint of like, your boy just likes you, so he's going to pull your hair. And I was like, oh, cool. Okay, good. I was afraid that it was going in that direction yeah. and that that was part of the real advice. I was like, <laughs> oh, no, this is going to be even like bigger garbage than I thought it was going to be. But it was like, oh, okay, it did that. Okay, okay. And then it immediately has a surprisingly racist little cutaway to those like women in Africa. Mm. You know what I mean? Where it's like mm-hmm. it's showing all the little bits and pieces of like women like consoling each other over yeah. like some dickish thing a guy did and like, oh, here's these girls and then there's these girls and then there's these girls. And then it does this like over to Africa with some African women sitting there and then the subtitles talking about like, oh, he'll he'll come around. You're, you know, blah, blah, blah. Did you give him the right hut number? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Who in the fuck in 2009 saw this little bit and was like, this needs to be in this movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Again, two fucking hours long. And Ugh. you're finding time to to do that. Yeah. I'm just like. It's awful. Oof. Right off the bat, I was like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, these people. Oh, they do not have good taste. This is going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like. I don't know, man. The way that everybody is just like kind of fucking around on everybody else in this movie mm-hmm. is like it's the same reason why like I, I I don't care too much for like just you know like teen drama shows sorts of thing. You know what I mean? Like I I mean obviously I'm not necessarily the target demographic. Mm-hmm. Like males, you know, watching like Dawson's Creek or yeah. some shit like that. But it just it feels like by the end of it, there's no way to not think that everybody sucks because like they've all fucked each other mm-hmm. and they've all hurt each other. But like they're still friends because they're all in the cast. Yeah. But in real life, it's like they wouldn't be friends anymore. The terrible yeah. things they do to each other. Yeah. <laughs> and this movie feels like a similar kind of thing where it's like, yeah, I I don't I'm I don't like any of you. Yeah. Because you you're all made. <laughs> out to seem stupid like the first moment in the movie with like the real characters where i honestly i was like these these aren't our main characters right because i didn't recognize either of them jennifer goodwin or kevin Connolly. yeah like that dude apparently was on entourage i don't fucking watch entourage and i can't i I don't know jennifer goodwin by face yeah so like them being the first two in the movie i was like who the fuck are these people like what is this i thought this was like a bunch of famous people uh, <laughs> like, like a jerk um, but like you know you see them they have their little date they go their separate ways and then she calls and she's all like oh it was super great and I think you might be calling me later and, yeah. you know, calling her girlfriend or whatever and then it cuts to him and he's calling Scarlett Johansson mm-hmm. so immediately you're like okay so this fucking idiot is like cheating on Scarlett Johansson yeah like wh- what the fuck is this and then she runs into Bradley Cooper mm-hmm. so she hangs up on him so it's like okay she's getting back at him I guess I don't mm-hmm. know and then by the end of the movie we kind of learn that it's like they're not even really in a relationship yeah they just they're like kind of fuck buddies a little bit or they used to be and now they're just kind of buddies yeah and they just <laughs> hang out or whatever but it's like the way that the movie presents it makes it seem like okay so everyone sucks and is always cheating all the time because <laughs> like despite there being no evidence yeah. as soon as her and Bradley Cooper started talking I was like he's probably married 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I was like, because that's just the way this movie is going. Everyone is like six degrees of separation of cheating on each other. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes and sits down in the fucking car with Ben Affleck. And I was like, wait a minute, is he gay? That's what I thought And too. they're together and Affleck's like, what are you doing? And it's like, oh, that would be the craziest uh, inversion of chasing Amy in the world if Ben Affleck was a gay dude. And his and his gay boyfriend cheated on him with a straight girl. Like, oh my god! But then, obviously, that's not what <laughs> was going on. That's a way more interesting fucking movie. Yeah, it is. Also, that shit. Also, what a couple, Bradley Cooper and Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! It was just like, okay, so then they kind of suck. That's great. Ugh, all right, and then we go back to like Gigi. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> I wrote this woman acting like a thirteen-year-old is not appealing. The way that she would like the the, I don't know. It's like I get it from the sense of like a movie and just making like a silly scene, but it's like, look, you're an adult <laughs> woman, and the fact that she like sits down to call that I think that dude Connor. Mm-hmm. Who's the the Kevin Connolly guy? Yeah, okay. yeah. Like she sits down to like call him, and like has like a script, and then like runs out of shit to say, and then just like panic spews nonsense, mm-hmm. and like in a general sense, like if the movie wasn't based on trying to give you advice. You know what I mean? If it was just like, here's this ditzy girl, yeah. you know, then maybe I would feel a little bit better about it. But when like, she's the one who's trying to like, say like, oh, I know what's going on out there, but she's <laughs> acting like a teenage girl. It's like, oh, you don't know anything. Yeah. You can't even finish a simple phone call to a voicemail. You're not mm-hmm. even speaking to the person. You get that extra layer of like, say what you're going to say. You won't be interrupted. Yeah, just- exactly. Like it's, it, it's just like, it should be so simple. And the fact that it's not is like, okay, so she's not even like ready for dating. Yeah. I don't know why this is even <laughs> part of the movie. If she's so clearly ill-equipped to like talk to another human being, mm-hmm. it's not appealing and it does not make for a great main character Yeah, <laughs> at all. And then she runs into Justin Long, Mm-hmm. At the bar that he works at. Um, be- I don't even remember how she gets... Like, she goes over there looking for Connor. Yeah. But winds up talking to Justin Long. Yeah. I don't remember where she got the information that Connor would be at that bar. Was uh, that where he, they were on their first date? Yeah, he... Oh, it was that building? Yeah, she... she no, 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 no. She had mentioned to her friend, whoever's married to Bradley Cooper... Right, Jennifer Connolly. Yes. She Gigi had mentioned to her that uh Connor mentioned that he goes there sometimes after work. And oh, so she was right, gonna just right, because, pop by. Right, because everybody works together too. Like all the ladies work together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Connor Connor works separately. He just used Mary for her like ad eight or to like place an ad with her the magazine she works at. Right, but doesn't Wait, does Mary work at the same place as the other girls, right? Don't they all work together? Connolly and Aniston and Gigi and Mary, aren't they all in the same place? That's what I got. I don't fucking know. Maybe it wasn't, but... Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I thought they were all in the same workplace, which was just so fucking weird to me. It was like, wait, do they even... How does... Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. Like, 
Because Johansson doesn't work there. Scarlett Johansson doesn't work there. No, she is a singer. Right, but she is friends with Mary, right? Don't they have a scene in the drugstore? Yeah. Barrymore and her? Right? So they are friends. So somehow they're all, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a weird thing there where it's like, how are they all in the same place? I, I mean, I guess that you'd become friends, but, like, they're so entwined in each other's lives that it just seems wild to me. <laughs> Um, and what sucks too is that like Justin Long is actually legit. He mm. is the best part of the movie. I agree. Like he's spouting sometimes bullshit, mm-hmm. and his character has like this really fucking stupid like heel turn towards the end of the movie mm-hmm. that felt so out of place. And I'm yeah. like, if that's truly the way the character is supposed to be, then you don't cast Justin Long. Yeah. You know, like he needs to be someone where you look at him and you go like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I could see someone to, like pulling what he does, mm-hmm. but not Justin Long. No. <laughs> it doesn't work. He's too lovable. Like yeah. he's way too nice and sweet and has that like hangdog expression <laughs> that like you can't imagine him being that fucking insensitive. Yeah. You know, it doesn't make any sense, <clears throat> but they hang out together. He gets that great line where she... She's telling some dumbass story about like, so my friend Terry said this about something and blah, 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 blah. And his line of, he like interrupts her and just the, your friend Terry's an idiot. Yeah. And then goes on <laughs> to explain the whole like, you're not the exception, you're the rule. Mm-hmm. Like if you see a couple where, you know, so the guy's a real jerk, but they stay together and then they wind up happily married. That's the exception, not the rule. Don't deal with those people. Yeah. You know, like, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. Yeah. You know, like that feels that that's really where it started to feel like this is just like common sense. Yeah. Like, how is right? this a self-help thing? Like you're not pulling some knowledge out of the cosmos and, you know, <laughs> and bringing down some sort of thing that's going to like blow your mind. Like, holy <laughs> fuck, what a life hack. I never knew that. But like it really all it winds up being is like, hey, you know, that guy that sucks and is a dick to you. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Stop dating him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that winds up being like the full advice of it. Yeah. And it's like, look, I get it that people get stuck in things and, you know, abusive relationships that they don't want to leave and whatever. But the movie isn't really talking about like abusive relationships, you know, yeah. like, oh, he locks me in the apartment for weeks on end. Tiddledy. Like, <laughs> it's not like that. It's just like, oh, he ignores me sometimes mm-hmm. or he acts like. I'm not around or that one fucking like sad ass story she tells about like he would break up with me every Friday so that he would have his weekends open Mm -hmm. and oh I was delusional about that for a while and it's like that's not a funny anecdote yeah that's that's like come on like you need to go talk to someone yeah like by the third week of that happening either like you needed to notice something or someone in your sphere of influence if they give a shit about you should have been like hey by the way you should stop. Yeah, something bad is going on here. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it seems like all the advice would be common sense, except for really extenuating circumstances mm-hmm. that the book is not interested in. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, what are you really telling people here? Just the obvious stuff in life about like, mm-hmm. hey, if you're unhappy, <laughs> stop being that way. Like, do your best to change those things. And it's like, yeah, that's a that's a good thing, but it's not worth buying somebody's bullshit book about. Yeah. Like, 
<laughs> or making a movie about. Yeah, or making a movie where that is essentially what the movie is about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it never really it lingers with anything long enough to, like, say anything about the situations that these people are in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's almost absurd. Like, it's a great, like, little moment of a movie if it were a bigger movie. Mm-hmm. But it's it's li- it's almost absurd how quickly the Jennifer Aniston, Ben Affleck stuff gets resolved. Yeah. Where it's like, she dumps him, she's done with him, she's single again, everyone's making single jokes about her, mm-hmm. and, you know, all of her, like, cousins and uncles are hitting on her, which is super weird. I don't know what that was from. Yeah. Like, I, like that, uh, I feel bad for anyone who uh, experiences that, mm-hmm. but it felt like something <laughs> where, like, you know, somebody mm-hmm. wrote it, like, oh, man, isn't this relatable? And everyone in the world is like, no, yeah. it's not. That's weird. You need to we- you need to stay away from your own family. Uh, <laughs> that is constantly happening. But like, so she goes to the wedding for her other sister and then her dad has a heart attack and then she's taking care of like everything mm-hmm. and all of her sister's husbands are piles of garbage who don't help and are just sitting around watching sports in order and take out food. Mm-hmm. So they all suck and she's like, you know, breaking under the pressure and then... She comes into the kitchen and Ben Affleck's there mm-hmm. and he's done the dishes and because he's just being cool because yeah. he heard about what happened and he's a good guy and all and that stuff. He brought food for like yeah, the yeah, fridge. Yeah, exactly. To like help out around the house and whatnot. And like, he's got laundry going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like like I said, it's a good scene, mm-hmm. but it's not earned really because like you barely see ben affleck yeah you know you see her dealing with all this junk Mm -hmm. but then with ben affleck he's just there to talk to bradley cooper while he's thinking about (laughs) fucking (laughs) scarlett johansson yeah you know what i mean and the conversations never flip you know it's never Mm -hmm. like bradley cooper being like so how about that thing you're dealing with ben affleck it's like no 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 no. (laughs) nobody gives a shit about that until way later and then it's pretty much resolved. They're mm-hmm. like, okay, no, yeah, we're good. Okay. And you're yep. like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then other things are like ridiculously convoluted and don't get solved. And, and not to say that it's like a bad thing that they're not all happy endings mm-hmm. because I actually kind of liked that. I was afraid they were all going to be happy endings. And yeah. I was like, this is going to be stupid as shit. Yeah. Like that's Valentine's Day where it's like, it's the day of love. Oh. So it's got to be happy. <laughs> but in this case, it's more just like life, man. Yeah. So like it was better that Finally. it ended. Yeah. That it ended kind of, kind of sad for that one. But it's like, okay, so. Bradley Cooper is gaslighting his wife about smoking, mm-hmm. which is really him deflecting any like any sort of probing into the fact that he is like doing something. Yeah, because he ran into Scarlett Johansson at the liquor store, <laughs> and he just so happens to work somewhere with a guy who does music. Yeah, I thought that was silly. Where it's like I don't. At least I don't understand what Bradley Cooper's job was. I I don't understand where he worked or how he just happens to have like a coworker Mm -hmm. who deals with the music industry while he doesn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, oh, yeah. And then down the hall is the record company division, Mm -hmm. you know, and then past them (laughs) is accounting. And that, you know, like, <laughs> what? where are you? Are you lawyers? I don't understand what you're doing here. No clue. But whatever. So he has, like, uh, an excuse mm-hmm. to talk to her and exchange information with her and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, his side of the story is obviously, like, 
full of uh, stupid excuses as well. You know, of like, oh, she made me get married. So, like, you feel kind of, like, trapped or whatever. And, like, all that kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, you're like, all right, okay, yeah. Right, whatever. <laughs> you're just going to say that to yourself so that you don't feel bad about this. Yep. Um, Scarlett Johansson's side of it was insane. <laughs> who who talked to her and gave her that advice? Because I don't remember. There's so many I know. fucking things that happened. But she gets some advice that is like, it's so absurd. Or at least the way that it takes root in her mind mm-hmm. is so absurd. Oh, no. It was it's, Drew. It was. It was Drew Barrymore, that bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, her character is so just like, oh, I'm just kind of on the sidelines. But she puts into play the most, like, nefarious character on this chessboard, which yeah. is Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, go figure. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's fantastic in it, she too. She really like, is. The, the, like, if I didn't fucking hate the character because, like, oh, my God, you're horrible, mm-hmm. uh, I would be like, hey, I like her because she's really good in this. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Barrymore gives her the advice of, like, yeah, well, you know, my was it her parents or someone that she knew? I forget, but she tells some yeah, story. Yeah, it was, like, a friend of her cousin or something. Yeah, you know. some story where it was, like, a guy was married for, like, 15 years, and then he met somebody else, and so he left his wife, and then he married this new person, and they've been married ever since, and they're as happy as can be, and, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes that just happens. Yeah. And so that give plants the seed in Scarlet's mm-hmm. mind of, like, oh, so it's totally cool yeah. for me to, like, full-on tell this dude I want to fuck him. Yeah. After my yoga class. Where she ostensibly worked, you know, like she works there. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that it's not just like, I come in and volunteer and do yoga. Yeah. You know, like I assume she works there. So then she takes one of her students aside to let him know that, yeah, you might be married, but I'd still totally bang you. Yeah. And then I'll get <laughs> naked and swim in the pool. You know what I mean? And it's just like, how do you get that from that story? You know what I mean? Um, Where uh, it's she's just really forward. She's terrible. <laughs> she's the worst. I mean, not the worst, because I mean, what's the two to tango sort of deal? They're both equally bad yeah, for like the they, whole situation. They both suck. Oh yeah, but it's just like it's the fact that she like seems like she's like, oh jeez, I don't know. And then as soon as fucking Barrymore tells that story, she's like, well, green light, let's fucking do it. <laughs> and she is all about trying to fuck him. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, man, you suck. Yep. And then also, like, not that I liked that Connor dude much. Because mm-hmm. he was also, like, he felt so extraneous. I was like, man, get rid of this character. Yeah. Make him a rando that she talks to at the beginning mm-hmm. and thinks he'll call back. And then he doesn't, and then you never see him again, yeah. and cut all of his stupid real estate bullshit out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's fine, yeah. but the whole thing was just dumb. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But like him and Scarlett Johansson, their relationship with the like, they kind of hang out, and then when she gets bored of him and sees Bradley Cooper, she just like ignores him for a while, mm-hmm. and then that like. I don't know if the movie meant for it to be as sad as it seemed. It seemed so sad to me and not like emotionally sad, but like, oh, exactly super pathetic when he like proposes that he buys this house that she might like. Yeah. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? It's so clear. Like, and just like the fact that she 
will, you know, take his call unless there's a hotter dude there. Mm-hmm. At which point she'll just be like, oh, never mind. Yeah. And then later, once that whole thing blows up, she's like, oh, hey, yeah. how you doing? And then he takes that as the sign to like, oh, I'll get this lady a house. Like, no, terrible <laughs> choice. I mean, I'm sure she didn't tell you what she's been doing the last couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't like, so, I mean, there was this married guy and I was going to try to break up his marriage, but it didn't work. So, <laughs> but still... It's like she just keeps ghosting you. Yeah. And then it pops up every once in a while. It's like, yeah, don't buy a house for that person. What are, are you stupid? Why is everyone so stupid? <laughs> Why would you do that? Like, I get it that she's Scarlett Johansson, mm-hmm. but it, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't. Oh, man. And, but Jennifer Connolly's side of that story was like, almost like a, like a, a lifetime or whatever, like those like thriller. <laughs> Well, the, the oh, like, no. thriller gotcha, ones. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where, like, her husband is lying to her, and then she thinks she finds something, but then doesn't. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, I, the movie seemed to think that it was funny uh, sometimes, but yeah. to me it felt very much like a woman who starts questioning her own sanity and is, like, losing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that sequence where she's interrogating uh, Louis, Louise Guzman. Yeah. Which I was like, again? Valentine's Day and this movie are in both of them. If he's in New Year's Eve, that other one, I swear to God, it would be ridiculous. But like, the fa- I hope he is. Yeah, right. <laughs> but like, her interrogating him about the cigarettes, like, are you sure none of your guys are smoking those cigarettes? Mm-hmm. You know, because Bradley Cooper told her that it wasn't him and all that. Yeah. Like, that scene seemed like full straight drama. Mm-hmm. But it's Luis Guzman, and he like kind of plays it a little bit silly. Like the movie's trying to make this into a fun scene, but it's like this: this is a woman who's being lied to, mm-hmm. and she's like pretty sure that she's being lied to, but she can't prove it. So now she has to interrogate this guy, yeah, to see if he's the one that's lying. Yeah, exactly. Like- and he's you know obviously doesn't want to make her angry, so you know he's not gonna like admit if it is his mm-hmm. or any of his guys, even though it's like pretty clear. Like, why would they have an ashtray? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like if if there were workers hanging out building a house and some shit, and they were smoking cigarettes, they'd just like dump it in a can of soda or something you know yeah, like they're not gonna soda, get it sure well i'm just saying they're not gonna <laughs> fucking bring an ashtray no to the site yeah it's absolutely <laughs> going in a can i don't think it's soda yeah and also they're not going to leave their cigarettes yeah. at the house mm-hmm. where they're smoking like they would take it home with them so they can smoke at their house <laughs> exactly it's they like- don't have a pack Per place. Yeah, they don't have to, it's not like, yeah, it's so fucking silly that she (laughs) really believes him. Like, right away, I was like, he's gaslighting her. Mm -hmm. And then throughout the movie, like, there's that one bit where it seems like the movie's trying to trick you. When Ben Affleck has a cigarette and he's like, you want one? And he's like, no. And it's like, oh, movie, do you think you're being clever there? Yeah. Or it's like, oh, he he refused one. That means he's not smoking, so those aren't his. Like, Mm -hmm. no, they're absolutely his. So the whole, like reveal when the pack falls out of the pants that she's moving is like yeah like i understand why you wouldn't necessarily be a hundred percent like why you'd be upset Mm -hmm. because he is lying and now you're like full-on hundred percent right here in your hand no yeah but at the same time it it shouldn't have been as much of a question in your head like that Mm -hmm. was pretty clear it did not what was going on there (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it did not warrant breaking that mirror. Yeah, that really pretty mirror. Yeah. Like, and I honestly, I was a little psyched at the end there at how it, like, subverted what I thought it was going to be when he walks in after she, like, mm-hmm. rips all his clothes out of the closet and throws him down the stairs. And he comes in and he's like, look in, but we don't see. And he's just like, hun? And it's like, oh, yeah, you're going to see a huge old mess and it's going to look crazy. And the camera comes over and it's like, nope. She has perfectly folded and put everything together to be like, and take your shit. Mm-hmm. And I loved that. Yeah. I was like, that's awesome. At the very least. Yeah. Like, again, each of these stories has little actual good moments to, like, end their stories. Mm-hmm. It's just you're sitting there feeling like you got the, like, 15 minutes someone's telling you before they got to get their bus version <laughs> of the story. You know, like, oh, mm-hmm. well. Uh, I'd elaborate, but I kind of got to go. So, yeah. and then in the end, all this stuff is on the stairs. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that's all you get from it. And then the like main story, the Gigi and Justin Alex. Long. Yes, it's <laughs> Alex. <laughs> but their story, I was, I, I don't know exactly <laughs> how to, how to explain it. Like I was onto it. Like, I was like, I, I see what oh, you're yeah. doing in a movie. Oh, yeah. But then, like, that moment with Justin Long, that horrible heel turn moment happens. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, so you were kind of setting me up movie. So I guess I kind of fell for it. But at the same time, it feels sort of unfair because what he winds up doing doesn't seem in character anymore and it's really bullshit yeah because like she's trying to get in touch with connor again he's friends with justin long justin long runs the bar they wind up hanging out and talking for a while and having like a good time Mm -hmm. and then the next time they see each other that's when he says he's gonna set her up with someone else right like oh i'll set you up with that guy bill or whatever she calls him a couple times oh right she calls him when he's with a girl yeah and he he answered the call yeah and starts and talking to her and explaining because she's on a date and that's she's when, like that's that was the one where she called from the guy's bathroom yeah like what a psycho and invading privacy to boot when mm-hmm. she goes through his fucking <laughs> yeah, cabinet and takes stuff. one of his white strips <clears throat> yeah but what was, was so shitty too is like that's that scenario when she's with that guy and it's like oh he's gonna be going out of town mm-hmm. you know but they're like making out on the couch or whatever so she has to leave and go to the bathroom to call justin long yeah like for one it should be obvious. I'm sorry that, yeah. you know, that he's just sort of saying whatever. Yeah. To have a one night stand. And obviously, like, you don't have to like that. Like, that's not at all what I'm proposing. Mm-hmm. But I'm just wondering. The movie never really gives us a reason for why, like, she's not just cool with that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like she's already making out with them. They clearly are, like, attracted in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Like, they're at the place. They could just, you know, have sex and then they don't. And then they don't talk anymore. Yeah. Because it's just sort of something that happens. That's fine. But yeah, but the fact that she has to call Justin Long to be like, do you think he's really going to call me again? And it's like, <laughs> is that really what you're focused on right now? <laughs> like, still going for that second date. Yeah. Like you're obsessed with the second date before the first date's even over. No wonder nobody wants to have a second date with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you're being a psycho about things, like later <laughs> she has another moment where she's like, probing and probing about things mm-hmm. to the guy who's clearly just starting to go like okay never mind <laughs> like yeah. any thoughts of a second date were gone by that point mm-hmm. uh because she's just god she's just too much yeah way too much <laughs> 
But yeah, eventually, once she has a couple of shitty dates, he's like, oh, I'll sit you up with my buddy Bill. Mm -hmm. And then when she shows up at the bar, Justin Long comes and sits down with her and is like, oh, I told Bill the wrong day. He thinks it's Thursday, but it's Tuesday today, so whatever. And then they hang out for the night and have a mm -hmm. good time. And then it's sort of like, okay, like, I see. And he invites her to a party at his place. Yeah. So she starts like, oh, oh, like, it wasn't a blind date set up. <laughs> it was for us to hang out. Mm -hmm. And also when I called him, he was with a girl and he stopped talking to her to talk to me and all that. And it's like, yeah, that's very, very concrete evidence of how this dude operates. Yeah. Like, even though there's that shitty scene towards the beginning with that waitress of his, where she's like, so I was wondering about, like, maybe hanging out again because we had such a good time. And he's mm -hmm. like, uh, no. <laughs> like, yeah. whatever that bit about scheduling was. Like, I figured that's why you scheduled this at the same time. Yeah. It's like, well, I We're short-staffed tonight. That's yeah. why you're on the schedule. <laughs> exactly. Like, okay, so, yeah, he's not serious about a relationship with her yeah uh and she seems kind of dumb so i get that so i don't there's no you know what i mean like they're, they weren't showing him to be enough of like a like a conniving like you know cold-blooded like you know not giving a shit kind of guy yeah and especially being justin long you know what i mean like his advice to her is very like cutthroat yeah very blunt of, yeah of just like you're being stupid and they're idiots and mm -hmm. blah 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 and it's like i don't really that that does not scream to me insensitive jerk ass yeah who doesn't understand the signals he's throwing down mm -hmm. by doing the things that he's doing yeah. So when she, you know, she goes to his party and he has her like refill chips for him. Mm -hmm. So she like takes it upon herself to like become the hostess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which uh, to me, I was like, okay, that's on you. Yeah. Gigi, that really is on you because he really only asked you to fill up some chips. Like, could you please? That would be cool. Yeah. And it's like, that is a bit on him then because like, why? Why her? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know that this girl is like crazy and like falls in <laughs> love at a moment. And you know what I mean? Like, we'll, we'll read into anything. Mm -hmm. So, why would you do that if you didn't? Yeah. If everyone else here is like a friend of yours for the most part. Yeah. And I'm sure people. Guys. That, yeah. But like the people that you've known longer, mm -hmm. why would you ask? You know, like the fact that he says, like, oh, the chips are on the fridge. Like, how the fuck she you know where the fridge is? Yeah. You idiot. Like, it's a cute. It looks like a pretty big goddamn apartment having that many people in it. Yeah. Also, she's short. So it's like, that's a <laughs> shitty thing to ask. <laughs> but when he when they wind up being the last two people at his apartment at like three in the morning mm -hmm. and she makes a move and tries to kiss him, I could understand if he went like. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, geez. Like, I, I, you know, realizing how the things that had happened may have given that impression. Yeah. Because, like, uh, like the, the blind date thing, I called immediately. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's a ploy. And then it winds <laughs> up not being, apparently. Yeah. But, like, in that moment, it's like, you got to understand what that kind of looks like on top of the answering the phone when you're with someone mm -hmm. and like talking them through a scenario. Like it doesn't matter if that scenario is like dating someone. Mm -hmm. It's like, still you're like putting it out there. Yeah. So if she made a move for him and he didn't really like her and he was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry for leading you on. 
I would totally understand that. Yeah. Her being like crushed and feeling stupid and leaving and whatever. Totally would understand all of that. Mm-hmm. But his like full on douchebag, like, like what angry. the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, women always do this kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is not this dude. Like up to this scene. Yeah. That is not what this dude has been. And then all of a sudden there he gets all aggro and macho about <laughs> shit. And it's like, you're Justin Long. Come on. Like, dude. We just watched you in Galaxy <laughs> Quest. <laughs> right. But like, just in general, like, that is not how that dude <laughs> works. Like, I cannot. I mean, in real life, he might. I don't know. We don't know anybody. <laughs> but like, it was it just didn't make any sense mm-hmm. for him to freak out the way that he did. Yeah. And that kind of like. Made that ending seem extra stupid, where like now, now he like realizes that he likes her mm-hmm. and everything. And it was like there was that moment earlier when he said that. Yeah. Remember, movie? Like, why are you like the movie was gaslighting us into thinking <laughs> that he wasn't doing all of these things when he totally was? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it was, it was strange and I did not enjoy that at all. <laughs> And by the end, I wrote (laughs) just because she goes on that. She finally does go on that date with that guy, Bill. Mm -hmm. And then she comes home and she's like, oh, I don't know. And then the door knocks and then it's fucking Justin Long there. And I can only imagine that they ran into each other. Oh, yeah. And so it's like if that is his buddy, Bill, he's got to be like, what or what? It's like, oh, I'm just assuming your day didn't go well, and I'm going to (laughs) go swoop in. Yeah. See you later, Bill. Like, what a dick move. (laughs) Similar to Scarlett Johansson storming out immediately after Jennifer Connelly left. Mm -hmm. Which is like, obviously, that story ends shitty anyway. Yeah. But, like, she stormed. So it's like she might have lapped Jennifer Connelly (laughs) on her way out the door, and she would have been like, who the fuck is it? Where did she come from? (laughs) But either way. Totally weird. But yeah. Justin Long shows up and uh, and he gives her some line and I don't even remember exactly what it was. A lot of that stupid mushy crap. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote, oh, how sweet. I give it a month. <laughs> <laughs> like, really, like it's supposed to be mm-hmm. like this is the most romantic story of them all, like the crux of yeah. it all. And in my head, I'm just sitting there like, Affleck and Aniston is better. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that should be the main story. Yeah, you know, like really. they theirs seems way more real and includes like history mm-hmm. and all that. Like they've been together for a long time and this and that and you know the family and blah blah blah. Yeah. But then with these two, it's just like oh, a uh, weirdo dipshit girl and the guy from the bar. Yeah. Uh, now they're kissing and this is supposed to be like the most romantic thing <laughs> in the world. It's like it, it's not. It's not gonna last. She's huh. gonna annoy him and then he's gonna fucking ghost her and then we'll just start all over again. Just repeat the movie again. Yeah. Exactly the same way. Except she ends up at a different bar. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it is funny just going through these notes and like picking out the little like specific weird things that i noticed because like that's essentially how all the stories go and they're mm-hmm. like resolutions and whatnot but there's all the little bits that i thought were hysterical <laughs> like the most awkward commercial for home depot ever <laughs> like that was so weird that they so specifically were in home depot Mm-hmm. And that she name drops Home Depot yeah. for this scene where he admits to fucking another woman. Yeah. And is like a real full on dramatic scene. Like Connolly when she like starts to raise her voice and then 
catches herself and mm-hmm. says it quietly. I was like, that's fucking awesome and amazing. And like this, this scene is kind of dramatic and all. Why is it? Why is it Home why? Depot? Like, not why is it in public? Yeah. Because I liked that part mm-hmm. of it. Like, that oh, yeah. made really the, like, drama of it, where it's like, you can't have that, like, explosive freak out. I mean, you can. Right. But. But she, but in in character, she never would. So, you mm-hmm. know, it just, like, that, that made sense and it was cool. But it was just like, why isn't it, like, Lumbertown or just some yeah. some random <laughs> fake place? Like, why was Home Depot fine with that? Like, so we're going to shoot a scene at one of your stores. Like, oh, neat. Like, yeah, it's the scene where he admits he's cheating on his wife. Like, oh, cool. Thought that was hysterical. Yeah, they, that was that was so strange. <laughs> oh man, Affleck's fucking line of "I live on my boat" <laughs> it was so good. Oh man, <laughs> he really was like a, a, a like sleeper in this movie. He mm-hmm. does not have a lot. He, he, I mean, he obviously, if Aniston only has like twenty minutes, he has less than her. Yeah. So he's barely in this movie, <laughs> but he kills it, and I love him in it. Absolutely. <clears throat> Oh man, and when Barrymore gets uh, gets hoaxed by the singer guy, she oh. gets a she like gets a voicemail from that him was as heartbreaking. he's as he's like singing for her, and then the second voicemail is him singing for a different girl and realizing he called the wrong number, mm-hmm. uh, which felt so outdated. Like yeah. it's like really two thousand and nine, and people were still leaving like voicemails on answering machines and shit like i guess technology like advanced so quickly that it feels like it's ancient shit i know you know where it's just like (laughs) what the fuck are you still doing with an answering Mm -hmm. machine grandma like but it's really it's not that bad but it's still it just seemed weird to me like really yeah okay i mean didn't he have to go through the like hi you've reached blah 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 (laughs) you know like was there no message i don't know i don't he really wasn't paying attention clearly also, the movie trying to make it seem like Jennifer Aniston walking a pooch down the aisle at a wedding is somehow lame. Ugh. Go fuck yourself. Seriously. That's the best role in the wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one who gets to walk a pooch oh, yeah. down the aisle. Absolutely. Absolutely amazing. So dumb that, that it was supposed to seem like shameful yeah. for her to be doing that. Like, are you kidding me? Like, the pooch, it's adorable. Yeah. It's the best part of it. It's no offense, so but I'd rather walk a pooch down the aisle. Oh, and one of my favorite bits. Uh, it was so funny. Like, or I guess it wasn't necessarily funny. It, it actually was a little bit sad, maybe. <laughs> but I just, uh, it was <laughs> sorry, it's just like fucking poor Justin Long. There's that one scene where Gigi's talking to her friends about like the guy that she saw at the bar when she was looking for this other guy Mm -hmm. and was talking to him and he had all this great advice and blah, 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 blah. And they ask, is he hot? And she says, no, he was just right. And I was like, oof, Justin Long getting hit with a stray in the middle of this movie. Like he has nothing to do with this scene (laughs) and he gets to get called not hot. In the middle of it, like, what the fuck, man? Like, he's fine. He's a, he's a cute guy. What are you yeah. doing? That's ridiculous. You'd <laughs> I thought, be I just, lucky to have a Justin Long. Yeah, I just thought it was, like, sort of mean in a way that the movie maybe didn't even realize. Like, hey. Yeah, like, I get it. He's not Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, that's not fair, though. <laughs> but you're also not Jennifer Aniston, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I mean, I guess he, he was sort of a dick at the beginning, now that I'm sort of thinking about it. I'm looking at these notes because he and uh, he and Connor have some of some shitty like homophobic jokes between them 
about like the shirts that he's wearing or some stuff and mm-hmm. everything. And it just mm-hmm. that was another thing that felt very like, oh, this must have been like 2004 or something yeah. where they were still like there was still that bit of like, oh, my God, is your shirt tight? Gay. Like, yeah. what? Really? Mm-hmm. Really? We're still there, people? Come on. Like, yeah. I thought that was dumb. <laughs> and OK, I, I guess the last thing to talk about are those little fucking like straight to the camera interludes oh that that happened in it where it was just like more characters like obviously they don't get names and they never come back but it's just Mm -hmm. like you have all this shit to say movie and you can't put it in the mouths of the 10 other fucking characters (laughs) that you have in this movie you have to give us new ones and they have to talk straight to us Mm -hmm. for some reason despite it clearly not being a documentary or anything like that. Mm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Trying to make it seem stylistic when it's kind of just garbage. <laughs> um, the one I, I kind of liked that last one. I think it was the last one with that older lady who was talking about like her husband and mm, how like mm-hmm. he, like he, you know, like the, her, her first husband like cheated on her and it was really obvious. And yeah. then the later one was really good at hiding it. And she never truly knew until this or that happened or whatever. Mm-hmm. But her last lines about like, and as for me, like I have three marriages, countless boyfriends, never been caught. (laughs) That was hysterical. Um, The one, like one of the first ones though, I was like, I don't understand what these little things are trying to get across, you know? Cause it's like, is it, is it spouting what the book believes or is, is this just like random nonsense from idiots because the one about caller ID, yeah, that one girl, it was like, you're a lunatic. Yeah. Why is this a part of the movie? Like her I rant mean. about like, doesn't caller ID suck? Because then people can like see if you're calling them. And that like last line of hers about like, if I want to call him 12 times in a row, like I should be able to or whatever. And it's yeah. just like, what was the point of this monologue other than this woman that we will never see again mm-hmm. is clearly deranged. And yeah, <laughs> like, and I, I guess just proving why caller ID is useful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because there's lunatics like this out there, yeah, who want to be able to call people over and over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah, everybody knows that that's bad. Yeah. So this character is clearly someone we shouldn't be listening to. <laughs> yeah. So why is she here? Why are we know. listening to her at all? It, like I said, like. It's a couple of movies that could have been okay if they were actual movie length mm-hmm. and they weren't chopped into pieces to make way for a bunch of other stupid stories. Yep. And then on top of it, it like has, you know, the attempt to like cut the movie into sections, which really never felt all that yeah. like noticeable of like, oh, this section was different than the last one. Yeah. That's just one more thing that you can cut. Yeah, really? So, so much could have gotten cut. Oh, my God. So like, much. And and honestly, nothing of any value would have been lost. No. Uh, so I guess in the end, I mean, it's funny, like, I guess it's sort of like uh, like paying it back where like we we got through three weeks of like, <laughs> man, that was good. That was great. I had a great time. That was a blast. Flew too close to the sun. Way too close <laughs> to the sun. And it was like, all right, well, here's one last ensemble movie that is uh, garbage. Yep. Uh, God, mm-hmm. not a fan. Uh, but I guess that's going to wrap it up for popcorn for dinner for this month. 
man, I, I find it funny that the last like three movies we've been like, if you have a chance to watch this, you gotta fucking watch this. Yeah. And then this one, it's like, if you've seen this movie, I'm sorry. So sorry. So deeply sorry. <laughs> and uh, I will be putting together a group for a class action lawsuit. Uh, <laughs> but this is Jeff and Kelly. I don't like the way it's pretending to be wood. Wood.